हेलो सलाम नमस्कार सत श्रीकाल यू आर लिसनिंग रेडियो फैजा नाइनटी सेवन एंड आई एम योर होस्ट नसीम सेवर विद अनदर एक्साइटिंग एपिसोड ऑफ क्रिकेट फ्यूजन टुडे इज द फिफ्थ ऑफ जुलाई ट्वेंटी एंड टाइम इज वन पास सेवन ओ क्लॉक इट इज़ फ्राइडे एंड एज यू नो इट इज़ ऑफिशियल ऑफिशियल स्टार्ट ऑफ द वीकेंड सो आई एम श्योर लाइक यू माइट हैव लॉट्स ऑफ प्लान्स फॉर द वीकेंड ऑबियसली यू हैव वेरी गुड वैदर नाउ डेज एंड आई एम श्योर यू विल बी इन्जॉइंग दोज वंस टूडे इज श्योर एज यू नो क्रिकेट वर्ल्ड कप इज इज स्टिल गोइंग ऑन एंड आवर होल फोकस फॉर लास्ट फ्यू few weeks actually uh, i would say month but not months but weeks especially uh, was focus on world cup cricket world cup and uh, soon you you know uh, you will hear more about local cricket because we are missing quite a lot of local cricket but definitely it will it is on the agenda uh, it will come soon uh, inshallah uh, so today's show is basically uh, we have the same pattern um, as we, you might know like a world cup Uh, as its final stages now only a few games left uh, although there are f- some league games left but uh, um, semi final teams are almost not almost these these uh, teams are finalized so these are the teams uh, i i will let you know uh, it is england uh, which is the home team then we have india then we have australia and new zealand this, so these are the four teams who have qualified for the world cup uh so today's today's uh, program is all about the uh, some uh, talking about um, cricket semi final teams so we have like some representatives of uh, all those teams and we will speak to them we will ask a few question about how their their teams have uh, played so far and what are their chances for the final so it is coming very very close and very very interesting as well um so uh let me mention you the people who are going to participate today's program so we have bhuvnesh sankaran uh, to represent team india uh, he is in the studio with us uh, we have brad moore um, he will be on the phone uh, we will be calling him shortly as well and we will have uh, gary dington uh, who will represent team england uh, gary dington will be on the phone as well so we will call him uh, shortly but let well, let's welcome uh, bhuvnesh welcome to the show bhuvi good evening listeners it's it's i'm glad to join you guys back again i've been in the show for the third time while this world cup been going on um good to be back here at the studio nazim yeah so it is it is good weather you know the cricket is uh, uh, finally getting a good weather I- english summer starts <laughs> on 21st of june <laughs> whose idea was it to put, put it during the springtime yeah ICC only yeah. team we can blame exactly so they should have put a little bit l- later half of the you know the year maybe like in august or july august because usually we have very good weather on those months uh, yes and no because the tournament has been a bit longer mm. and it will affect rest of the home teams um when they start their campaign yeah. at home basically because yeah. West Indies will start their home yeah. games in but August. But I think Ashes is coming as well, uh, so that is also yeah, that taking was in the main as well. agenda as well. Ashes yeah. is played a bit later this year, and Nottingham is going to miss out on Ashes yeah. Test. Yeah. We don't have any here, do we? So, what do you think of the World Cup so far? How how has been for you? Uh, it's 
it's a long format. Whether I don't know, I enjoyed it because mm-hmm. being a cricket fanatic, I really enjoyed every team facing each other apart from the rain affected game. Mm-hmm. Um, now we can certainly say who are the stronger mm-hmm. four teams. Yes, and uh, New Zealand won against the lighter sides first and mm. then at the back end of the tournament when they have to face the heavyweights they lost games but at least they played consistently at the start of the tournament they mm. played they won they won games where it could have gone either way um, things like that but as for as the whole tournament mm. it's a long one um, I thoroughly enjoyed it most of the cricketers who follow well to be honest well, I'm a little sad I'm a little sad just because it is going. It was such a great fun, uh, even though doing a radio show on here as well, also speaking to so many people as well, and also it's entertaining as well. So I am going to miss it. Any good thing will have to come to an end, exactly. isn't That's it, unfortunately? As far as it has a very good ending, yeah. uh, not a very bad final, a one-sided final is what we don't want to see. Um, really expecting to see a final which has both team. Mm-hmm. Let's up and fight for till the end of the fiftieth over. Yeah, it's what we would like to see. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's play a song and then we'll come back and we will have a Gary with us. Uh, so I will go on a um, song break and then we will include him. And then, if you have any question uh, regarding that um, about Team England, and uh, obviously he will ask you some question maybe uh, for Team India. Uh, so we will speak to him shortly. So let's play a song. Welcome back. You are listening to Radio Fuzzer 97.1 FM and we have Gary with us. Gary, are you on the line? I am on the line. Just finished work. That's good. Good man. So, Eng- England is in the final now. Uh, semi-final, sorry. Yeah. And uh, what do you think? Just sum up like uh, England performance in the World Cup. Stuttering is the word <laughs> I would use. Sometimes good, sometimes very poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the plus side, they have hit the ground running with the wins over India and New Zealand. So they come into it um, like in a horse race. They've got momentum. Whereas New Zealand, I'm afraid they're on the back foot. Uh, but India and uh, Australia have been the two most consistent sides. So I would put England as third favourites at the moment. I wouldn't put as... Uh, I wouldn't put us uh, above the other two. We finished third because we were the third best team in the qualifying. But it also doesn't mean that the best two teams so far are going to get to the final. So that's how I would sum up England's performance so far. So what do you think, like, how are they going to play in, in, in future? What do, what do you think? Uh, do you think they're going to have uh, easy games? Or do you think, like, India is going to be... Because they beat India in the, in the league game, so it's easily... So do you think like maybe toss uh, might be a crucial factor as well? Oh, the toss is going to be absolutely vital. Whoever wins the toss should bat. Uh, England will hope to go gung-ho like they have done. Uh, Roy and Bairstow have been excellent so far. Um, Root, you would probably score him 7 out of 10. I think there's a big innings from Root to come. Apart from the one innings... Uh, from the skipper Morgan and his last contribution I don't think he's been to the party yet 
The frightening thing for everybody else is that Josh Butler hasn't come to the party in a big way yet. Probably our most consistent batsman has been Ben Stokes, apart from his last failure. Um, so the top six are there. Um, Bowling-wise, I think the plus has been Archer and Plunkett and Wokes. I think the disappointment, from my perspective, has been Wood. Um, although he has take, took wickets, I think we expect a lot more of Wood. And, uh, and Rashid uh, will get in over Moe and Ali. So I think the team picks itself. Um, Butler's the one who I predicted would come to the party at this World Cup. And so far, he hasn't really, you know, done the fireworks that he sets out in the uh, in all the other one-day competitions that he plays in. Okay, we have Bowie with us. So, Bowie, do you have any questions, like again for Team England? Like, do, what do you think? Uh, um, oh, my question was on Butler. Anyway, he just touched it, Gary. Um, hello, anyway. Good um, evening. It's it's about Butler's form, which which hasn't shown any promise. And prior to the World Cup or any bilateral tournaments, Butler was the finisher for England, and his form has been quite critical. And he hasn't scored many this time, hasn't he? No, no, you're quite right. There. But maybe his time is to come. I mean, as I say. Uh, Jason Roy and Bairstow as an opening partnership. They're probably on par with Warner and Finch from the Australians. I think the Indian openers uh, haven't had the greatest of stands. Uh, and New Zealand's opening pair, well, they're just, at the moment, cannon fodder. So it's between, I can't see New Zealand turning their form around and beating two of the other three sides, which they have to do. Uh, and if we look at form, it looks like it's going to be Australia, New Zealand. I can't see them beating New Zealand. And then I can't see them then having an even tougher match playing England at home or India. And that is, as I said before, whoever wins the toss, I think, will win the... And I, I think it's virtually nailed on. It'll be England, India. And it's whoever wins the toss. I think the last match, you can forget that. Because I think if India uh, set England... Anything over 300, I think England will struggle. We're not a very good chasing side. We're okay setting, but we're not the best chasing side. Again, chasing anything over 300, only um, Bangladesh managed to do it against West Indies over this World Cup. The pitches are slightly slower than what we normally expect um, this time around in the World Cup. Secondly, um, I was listening to the commentators and how these wickets have been prepared that the main wicket where the match is on uh, looks like during preparation the groundsmen do not water it um, loads of cutters being bowled any take on that Gary? Well I think everyone has learned uh, that from say overs 25 through to overs 50 they're bowling far more cutters at this World Cup than we've ever, ever seen before. Um, and yet, on most teams will prepare pitches. I mean, the Australians do it when we visit there. And in the subcontinent, the pitches are prepared for the home side. So obviously, uh, the pitches have been prepared to help England. I mean, I heard some criticism that the boundaries are shorter here. Um, 
But if the boundaries are short here, that's got to help every batsman because that means every batsman can get a six. Uh, I mean, I think the biggest boundaries I ever see are probably at the MCG, and you don't see many sixes it there. Um, but yeah, the, the bowling-wise, I think England have performed probably better than I actually thought. Because I said at the outset that was our weakness. But there have been some excellent... I mean, Mitchell Stark has set the World Cup alight. I think he's been my bowler of the tournament. Um, as for batsmen, well, I think we've got four four batsmen still in with a chance of getting the uh, highest runs. I think Warner and Finch are in with a chance. Um, remind me of uh, the Indian opener, who's, I think, top of the run scoring charts. I haven't got his name to mention because I'm sat in my car. I'm not in front of my computer tonight. Uh, and obviously, uh, I think Bairstow, with his last 200, is probably you know, pushing the top six or seven uh, in run totals. So what do you think the bowling for side of things for England? Like, uh, I, I know uh, Archer is doing good, uh, but uh, like other people or other players are not like uh, coming together. Well, um, I mean, Wokes' opening spells have been very good. I mean, the other day against India, those three overs, three maidens were critical at the start for England. Um, I think he's been very consistent. The Wood is the letdown for me. The, the great omen for England is in this World Cup, when Plunkett has played, England have won. He didn't play against Sri Lanka, Pakistan or Australia. Uh, and those are the three matches that England lost. I think Plunkett is very underrated. Um, and he's took wickets at vital times. I mean, he took three against India. Uh, and that probably, as well as a batting, won as the match. Um, Rashid, I would say, like Root, he's a 7 out of a 10. He's, he's not destroyed a team. Uh, um, and I think that we were all open when he first came on the scene. He would be like a Shane Warne or a Morley or an Anil Cumbly. Um But those guys only come along once, you know, every so often. And I'm afraid I don't class him in the same bracket as those three those three bowlers. Uh, I've got another question for you, Gary. Um, it's about, as you've said, I was about to touch about Liam Plunkett. When he played, he has got a 100% record of winning in this World Cup. Now, in terms of wicket-taking ability, I know Plunkett has provided us some breakthrough, but... During that overs, like Boomerah has been very vital in taking wickets. As we know, Michael Stark, Mitchell Stark has made sure he gets wickets when he comes on the second spell. I think England are lacking that sort of a bowling ability. When need a partnership breaker, you can throw a ball to someone; they will definitely get you a wicket. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in the past that used to be you know, going back to when I was a young lad. They always used to chuck the ball to Ian Botham. Uh, Graham Swan uh, was always a wicket-breaker. Simon Jones. But you're quite right, we haven't got that man you turn to, right, get us a wicket. Um, I said at the outset, I would have picked, I would have begged Jimmy Anderson to come back for one more series. I know he wants to play in the Ashes, but I think if we'd have had Anderson here, I mean, we had, we've got Dawson, who's not bowled a ball in this World Cup. We've got the young lad from Surrey, 
who's not bowled a ball in this World Cup. So we could have had Jimmy Anderson. We say, look, Jimmy, all we want you for is the semi-final and the final. Keep yourself fresh. Yeah, go and play a little bit of county cricket. I know now he's injured, but just imagine if England could have said, right, guys, we're in the semi-final. We're bringing Jimmy in and you've got the greatest English bowler and uh, highest ever wicket taker. Fresh as a daisy, comes in for the semi-final and England should have planned that all along because we've got two guys who haven't played. And therefore, you could have had Archer and Anderson opening the bowling, uh, and then you could have either gone for Wood, Plunkett, or um, Wokes, uh, and use Wokes as the wicket, because he does take wickets quite regularly when he comes on in a new spelling test matches. But England have decided to open the bowling with him. So that may be something that England may regret if we don't go on to win the World Cup. We're in with a chance. There's only four teams can win it now. There were ten teams three weeks, four weeks ago. Uh, yeah, that's that's right. So what do you think uh, team uh, England is going to do the final? Boy, what I'm are your predictions? We're on in the final yet. We've got a major, major obstacle in either Australia or India to overcome first. Mm. I say if England win the toss and bat first, that's I it. think we will beat India. Yeah. If India win the toss, I think India will beat us. Mm. Ah, now here's the game. I think if India play Australia in the final, I can only see India winning. I think India have got the uh, sign over Australia. Um, and I can see the winners of India the England mm-hmm. if that is to be uh, sorry if it's an Australia India final I predict that India will win mm-hmm. if it's an Australia England final mm-hmm. that is the toss of a coin okay. um, but we've got to remember tomorrow mm-hmm. that two teams yeah. going to be playing going to decide yeah South Africa could well turn up tomorrow. Exactly. Maybe they fun. end the tournament on the high as well. Yeah, and then the, I mean they are a poor side. I mean, you know, I mean gone are the days when you know you had Callis and Ab de Villiers and Graham Smith mm-hmm. and Lance Klusner. I mm. mean now they're they're a little bit. You yeah, know, it's a big disappointment. Yeah, and I can't see Sri Lanka uh, trouble in India. Mm. But then again, I can't see South Africa. So, as I say, I mm. think it's very hard. I think Australia are in prime position. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, if, if every match went the way that we thought it was going to go, mm-hmm. there'd be no point playing two semi-finals. We may as well give the trophy to whoever we think. Mm. Cool. But it's all set up for a great, great... Three, there's three great games left. Mm. Yes, definitely. That's that's really true. And uh, I, I would say... Um, in in terms of who wants to be the winner, I my heart says England has to be the winner because it will do a world of good for the cricketing community, the local cricketing clubs. As soon as two thousand five Ashes, when England won, we had loads of children turning up and wants to be cricketing heroes. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if you guys have heard, but I heard on the radio on the way back from the airport where I've just been that if England do get to the final, it is going to be on terrestrial... Yes, season. it's a free-to-air, yeah, a hard F as well. I, I read that on Crick Info today when I was yeah. at work. Which is a very, very good thing. I think that is another thing they have to consider now to make it uh, free-to-air. Um, quite a lot of cricket, uh, especially England cricket, um, if not like the other ones, but well, England I, matches. I think this entire World Cup 
they missed the plot here. Yeah. This entire World Cup mm. should have been on. Mm. Uh, to Cool. Thank you very much, Gary. Uh, we have yep. like a short of okay. time, so thank you very much uh, giving us time, and definitely we will touch this subject in the future as well. And thank you very well, much for coming. I am I am on my once yearly visit to Nottingham next week, so I shall be at Collingham versus Boulderton next Saturday evening. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you're doing a show connected with the final. I am going to do uh, connected to the final. Yes. Uh, so if you want to speak to me if England are in it, yeah. I shall be in Nottingham on the Saturday night. Oh, that's I'll good. Be back in De- well, I'll still be in Devon on the Friday night. Cool. Thank you very much for your call. Cheers. No worries. You take care, my friend. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Take care, Bye. Bye-bye now, boys. Bye. So that was Gary Eddington, and he was giving his opinion about England team. Uh, we have Brad Moore as well, but we will call him after the break. So we have to take a break, uh, which is only a minute away so before i go uh, if you want to participate in the in the program you can uh, our phone number is 0115 7100971 you can also whatsapp us uh, our whatsapp number is 073 999 uh, you can also listen us online as well so our if you go to our website is radiofaza.co.uk and you can listen it over there you can also download the app uh, it is called TuneIn and TuneIn app if you install it and search for Radio Faza you can listen it over there as well so you can listen all over the world to us um, and uh, if you have any question you can call us on WhatsApp number as well as I repeated uh, if you want to send a message go to our website and then there is a message a WhatsApp icon just click on it and send us your messages uh, if you want to call us there is a button uh, for call as well so you can directly call us from the website as well so just give us a call uh, let us know your opinion how you see this world cup how it is going so far and uh, how where it is going next uh, we have like three exciting games which are semi-finals but uh, yes tomorrow's games are very important as well which will decide who is the topper so we have to go on ad break and when we will come back we will have more chat with you Welcome back. You are listening to Radio Fuzzle 97.1 FM and I'm your host Naseem Server. Today is, is a special show. We are going to uh, we are doing a show on a semi-final um, World Cup semi-final and the teams who are qualified so far. Uh, so we have Brad Moore with us. Uh, he's going to represent the team New Zealand and uh, let's welcome him to the show. Hello Brad. Hello. Hello King. Can you hear me alright? Yeah, I'm good. Um so Brad is with us. So Brad, uh, how are you? Yeah, very good. How are you? Good. First of all, congratulations for qualifying the for the World Cup semi-final. Yes, um, probably a little bit lucky, but uh, yeah, we're in the semi-finals, so um, that, that's all how it goes, I suppose. Yeah, I think last year, last time you were in the finals, so this time you already reached to the semi-finals, and most probably you might uh, see your uh, uh, arch rival in the in the semi-final. That's correct. So it looks like we'll probably most likely take on Australia, which is uh, a little bit of an antipodean uh, rivalry. Which is, uh, which is, um, in, in, in my personal opinion, is probably the team I'd like to see. Yes. Um, um, 
So yeah, that'll be that'll be very to, interesting. To be honest, the cricket fan we are, we want to see those games like you know very big rivalries like England, Australia, New Zealand, Australia, India, Pakistan. So we always have like exciting, entertaining game, you know. Exactly. So um, I, I think you know, looking at New Zealand and Australia, you know they've certainly had the wood over us over the last uh, the last uh, few months. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if I could go back and, and look at uh, a pre, pre-World pre Cup match or, or three pre-World Cup matches where we went to Australia and played against Australia, mm. um, where we actually lost 2-1, but we didn't have the likes of Williamson and Taylor and people like that playing mm. because they were in the IPL yeah. the mm. bolt. Mm. So, you know, uh, end of the day, when it comes to a semi-final, it's, it's all about a bit of luck and someone standing up and, you know, winning the game, you know. So anything could happen, you know. It could happen anyway, really. So it could go either way, I think, personally. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, so the World Cup, uh, what do you think for the Team New Zealand so far? Team New Zealand, I think we're, we're obviously clearly the, uh, the weakest in the four. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we, we've, we've struggled. We've lost the last three matches. Um, so we, we are, you know, up against it, essentially. Mm. But, you know, when it comes to semi-final, who knows? You know, it's, um, you know, it's a bit of luck on the day. If you have, your, have, the, have the right day, you know, you, you can win, you know. And it's just a matter of some of the big players standing up and, and winning the game. Yeah, that, that's the only thing. I think they, they have the talent, but it's just like they are not clicking. So openers no. have to do something. They haven't delivered so far. So maybe openers I, need to come up and uh, display I, something. I totally agree. The openers have been poor. Uh, they've made the made the change. Obviously, bringing Nichols in instead of Monroe. Monroe struggles. Mm. Um, Nichols hasn't really performed, and Gupta, who's meant to be a world class player, mm. has just just been poor as well. So you know, we need that start. What we're doing is we're putting too much pressure on Williamson and Taylor to score the yeah, runs. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and and that's that's essentially been the problem, mm. you know. So you know, I, end of the day, I, I look at it as say, uh, yeah, we're lucky we got through the semi-finals, and anything can happen on the day, you know. You know, you, it, it, an upset could happen, uh, but you know, clearly Australia's going to be the favourites going into it. Uh, hi, Brad. Uh, it's Booby here um, as well on the studio. Um, couple of questions to you in regards to New Zealand side. Yes, Martin Guttel is a phenomenal white ball player and he hasn't fired, which which is a bit um, on the downside for New Zealand this this World Cup. Apart from that, um, Tim Southey's performance last match, one of the best outswing bowlers when they bowl together, Trent Bolt and Southey, they, they are on song and... And last year, how they just dis- last World Cup, I meant how they destroyed England completely with Tim Southey taking seven wickets. Do you reckon he's going to be in the final 11? Uh, I think that's all going to be up to is Lockie Ferguson fit enough. Um, I would play Lockie Ferguson, you know. Um, I, I don't know the extent of his injuries, you know, but Lockie Ferguson has been fantastic. Um, and he's been right up there with one of the best bowlers in the tournament. Um, if Lockie's available, I would play Lockie Ferguson um, over Tim Southey. He looked rusty in the last game. You know, he really did. He looked, he looked. You know, it's not, it's not the t- same Tim Southey that I've seen over the years. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's probably because he hasn't had a lot of much 
not much match yeah. match Haven't games, you know. Yet. Yeah, so um, it, you've got to play Ferguson if he's available, and then you go, well, are you going to play Saudi or Henry? Um, and I think really, if you go on form, you've got to take Henry personally. Um, mm. I, I like Saudi. You know, mm. I'm a big fan of Saudi. Um, and I would have thought he would have started in the starting level right from the start. But, um, you know, he, he, he looks out of touch at the moment. So I, would, I wouldn't play him, personally, in my opinion. In terms of it, um, Satner is the only spinner at the minute and how the World Cup pitches have slowed down as it progressed on the course. Um, Ish Sodi is a decent leggy. And he only played a couple of games so far in this World Cup. Um, would you tend to pick him before Matt Henry? Because you do have the likes of Jimmy Neesham, Colin Drehantum, um Trent Bold and Ferguson to be on the pace attack. Would you give Ish Sodi another run instead of Henry? Yeah, it's a tough question. It really depends on the pitch, doesn't it? Mm. You know, um, Manchester is in the semi-finals there. Am I right in saying that? Yes, um, one in at Western Birmingham. Definitely New Zealand is playing in Manchester Man- because Manchester. they are fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah so fourth, yeah. That's right, yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, I, 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 the, thing, the thing is with um, Sodi, he is, he is a wicket-taker, uh, and I like that. But it really depends on the pitch. I, I really need to go back and look at the statistics in terms of how well that pitch is played against Spin and how well it's played the seam. If, as a gut feeling, I'd take the seamers and keep it at one spinner. Um, personally, I think you know Satin has got to be the number one spinner for New Zealand. Um, Sodi is a is a fantastic spinner, but in the right conditions. Mm. Um, you know, I think as far as I remember, the Manchester pitch plays pretty true. Mm. Um, it doesn't spin a lot. I know you've mentioned there that. The pitches have slowed down, uh, and, and a lot of that's going to come down to the toss. But, you know, at the toss, you've already got to picked your 11, if you know what I mean. Mm. So, you know, if it has slowed down and you, you do get the opportunity to bowl second, you've already picked if you've got a seam or a spinner at that point. So it's, it's, it's a bit of a gamble, if you know what I mean. Um, in my opinion, I, I, would, I, would, I would pick Henry, Bolt, um and Ferguson is set as three seamers, and I play Satner, and then you've got the likes of Neeson and, and De Gronholm to, uh, to back up with the, the rest of the overs. Mm. And if it is turning a bit, maybe turn to Kane Williamson. Yeah, one more thing, like um, Jimmy Neesham and Grant Holmes' performances are like not up to the mark, like you know, the way people were like expecting quite a lot of uh, power hitting and good runs from... from uh, these two batsmen, but they have we haven't seen anything so far in the World Cup. Do you think it's a worrying sign for New Zealand as well? Yeah, well, I think Jimmy Neesham scored a, a solid 90 in mm. one game. Yeah. Uh, DeGrom Holmes scored a few as well. They're not consistent, and that's the whole problem across the board for New Zealand. Mm. Nothing's been consistent, mm. you know, and and that's why they've scraped through to the semi-finals. you know. Uh, that, that has been the problem game in, game out. They've, they've relied on either... Kane or Kane, Taylor, yeah, Taylor. Or someone like that, mm. especially Kane Williamson, mm. to, to get them over the line. Mm. So, you know, but I don't think there's any point in changing it now. You know, you, mm. you've got your team, yes, yes. you've got the guys who are playing, so mm. you've got to kind of mm. kind of stick with that and hope 
that you know you can pull off that performance mm. that'll that'll get them over the line really mm. you know so th- that, that's my opinion anyway so <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I heard like some commentators were saying like uh, you know the aggression um, which we seen in Brendan McCallum's captaincy we haven't seen in this one so maybe once they turn up and they just show some more aggression towards like uh, their rivals that will help them to beat those teams as well. I did read that. I did read the uh, the post that maybe Kane's a little bit more careful and a little bit more reluctant to, you know, make massive changes and, mm. and obviously keep the field in a bit tighter and and things like that. And, you know, end of the day, Brendan McCullum was an amazing captain. I loved it, but he was an aggressive person in his own nature. Mm. So he was always going to be aggressive in the way he he set the, the scene in terms of how the field was and things like that. Mm-hmm. end of the day we're only one step further away from where we exactly. were in the last World Cup mm. so we're not that far away mm. you know okay the circumstance is slightly different mm. we, we last World Cup we beat Australia mm. you know in yeah. the prelims yeah. so I understand that but I think you've just got to have faith in Kane Williamson you mm. know he, he is a fantastic player he's a, he's a good leader mm-hmm. and, and I think he'll make the right decisions as and when they come, come to play personally so mm. Hopefully that that's that's really good. And fingers crossed, three or four times after trying Kane Williamson and Ross Taylor, they run one another out anyway. <laughs> Hopefully that's out of the way for the rest of the tournament. Yeah, that that was a bit of a kerfuffle. I must admit, running two runouts of our two best players in yeah. the last game was an absolute mess. But you know, you take away a few things out of that game. No disrespect to Saudi, but. If Ferguson was playing, would he gone for 20 less? Maybe he got another wicket as well. You know, that game could have been closer. You know, fortune just went our way. But end of the day, you know, England England were fast pair on the day. And all I say is that semi-final now, so anything can happen. You know, you, you never know. Mm. You never know. So I'm I'm uh, optimistic. Yes, that's, as, that's as Tony always <laughs> says, semi-final and final is like a lottery. You have to get yeah, there. And then you, you win know. it or not, yeah. then it depends on the day. Just turn up on that day, and that's like you know, these two games left. Only two games. That's nothing, nothing much to be honest. But thank you very much, Brad, for coming into the show. No problem, guys. Take care and, and thank uh, you for your time. Yeah, thank you very much. Cheers. Thank, thank you, you Brad. Bye bye. Bye-bye. See you later. See you later. So that was Brad Moore. Uh, he's a semi-professional cricketer, and uh, he's been in England. Like he's he's born in New Zealand. And he's just living in in uh, Nottingham at the moment, so he, he just summed up uh, very very finely, like you know how the New Zealand team is, and uh, you know just they need to turn up on. And obviously they are a weak team, but having said that, you know there's only two games left. Um, but New Zealand open us after fire. Yes, Guptill has to score some runs. Um, Tremendous effort by Kane Williams, and he single-handedly won yeah. the first few games. That's why they are in a position mm. where they are at this stage. A phenomenal captain. Yes, he's a bit defensive captain when it comes to Brendan McCollum last World Cup. He would still have a slip in whenever he needs to take a wicket. Um, everyone had their own strategy, mm-hmm. and Williamson, I think so, can play an innings which is required on a crunch situation. That nerve, I reckon, can get 
them over Australia like he did last World Cup on the preliminary game. Mm. So let's come back to the team you are representing and uh, that is team India. So what do you think? Um, what are their chances? How they have pl- played so far in the tournament? Um, ups and downs in terms of games. In- India has lost only one game so far against England. They chased 338 or 39 to win, finished 31 lesser. Um, there were questions about Dhoni's finishing style at this yeah. stage, whether he's still capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Rahul's opening has been a question as and well. And there's quite a lot of injuries as well. Like pe- people, like players were coming in and going out. You know, it's just like that affects the team because like you... You work on them for like for a very long time, and the, when the time comes in, they are injured. You know. Yeah, Shrika Devon's injury is one of the major setbacks for an opening batsman. As we discussed on the last show when we mm. were here, um, he is one who gets a start and converts them, and he has always scored big in ICC mm, events. Yes, um, which is which is what lacking. Rahul, phenomenal player. Um, He's changed his style. He used to play shot a ball before, mm. trying to show some temperament now. His strike rate is on the lower side at this stage, scratching for runs, but class is permanent, form mm. is temporary. Exactly. It will come through. Mm. It will come through. Um I, I still think he will he is he will score one hundred in the next two games if India tomorrow game or the semi-final mm-hmm. so what do you think like um, Rishabh Pant's uh, inclusion which is good uh, added a bit of firepower which was lacking in the middle order mm. apart from Hardy to be honest Hardy. like I wasn't totally impressed in game against England he was like sh- like scared of short ball like you know, he was just like he, he wasn't scared but if you've seen Rishabh Pant play he drops down he loses his head he loses mm. his bat he yeah. loses one hand <laughs> out of the bat yeah. he's, 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 he's a funny enough player to watch when he is batting when you say someone hitting the ball really hard mm. Josh Butler hits the ball mm. really really, really well, hard yeah. but he never loses mm. head mm. he never loses his shape when mm. hitting it but Richard Punt is a sort of a player but mm. he has scored a ton mm. in England condition and he mm. has scored a ton in Australian Australia condition yeah, as yeah. well so you do need to back up, back him up with, with, with the talent he has. Um, so there is a bit of firepower which was required. Mm-hmm. Um, my only concern about Team India at this stage is where is your sixth and seventh bowler if a couple of bowlers having an off day, mm. which clearly showed against the England game. And also later on as well, Shami, uh, like he was taking wickets early on. But last two games, he hasn't performed like... He took wickets again, but he gave so many runs as well. He, last game, he was a bit off the mm. track in terms of his ability at the depth. Shami is a very good depth bowler as well, mm. apart from the start power play bowling. Um, thinking about it, he did go for a few runs against England, but there was couple of boundaries which was very streaky inside edge which could have been chopped on at some days some day it goes in the batsman's favor um so as you know shami has taken 14 15 yeah. wickets yeah, so far in four games four, four or five games yes so his strike rate is phenomenal yeah. at this stage um i would still 
stick with him. Mm-hmm. I don't know the place of Dinesh Kartik mm. in the team at this stage. Um, I would play um, in terms of getting runs. Ravi Jadeja. I always think finger spin mm. will suit. And English also the conditions better. are changing as well. So I think that will be a good inclusion because he he brings quite a lot of energy to the team as well. Because like he's very lively player. Uh, and he just comes in and do some magic. You know, the cash he took in that game, he, at least there was something happening before that. Like Johnny Bairstow and Roy was like all over it. Yeah, they scored about 160 yeah. in 22 overs, and yeah. he's a live wire in the field. You mm. need some sort of a character mm. um, in the field like that, and that's what Steve Smith does. Glenn Maxwell does mm. for for Australia. Brandon McCollum used to do that yeah. for. So, New Zealand and South Africa, as you know, name fielders, A.B. de Villiers, Faf du Plessis. Yeah. They were there. They are there. You need that sort of fielder mm. to lift mm. a bad ball to, into an wicket-taking ball. Mm. I think, like, I, I mostly miss his celebrations, you know, that whole... Uh, whole thing with the bat and the swinging bat that's you know. only for test <laughs> that's only for test to be honest like I liked it like, I love it you know it's just yeah. like, amazing it, it, but it's it only for the for test match it's not for the one day uh, he hasn't been fired with the bat on one day as or T20 so far much mm-hmm. in terms of international level but test level yes he has done uh, some damage down the order um, as well so that's that celebration. I te- think it's a trademark celebration <laughs> for the white ball, white dress cricket, right. red ball. Is it like the the middle order at the moment? Like they are struggling, uh, Team India. Do you think it's still worry, or is is it, um, you know, it is all covered? Because obviously, if if um, Rohit Sharma, who's who's in a great form and always great form, um, you know, but if he gets out early, uh, there's a load of pressure on. Uh, Kohli as well and then middle order is not doing as much as they should do uh, that's one reason why they had Dinesh Kartik in because once as soon as Rahul got out against England very cheaply for a duck a nine ball duck they had to reconcile the whole power play scoring 28 runs in 10 overs they couldn't go for runs because of a fragile middle order they were thinking in their head Brishapun um, coming in and uh, hopefully the Dhoni will fire. Um, he, he is a good cricketing mind. Uh, he has a great cricketing mind, but you know, it's physical thing. You know, so it's physical ability. Obviously, it's, it's in, in the in the end of you know the innings, you need like some power. And I think like his um, his strike again, uh, strike rate was uh, against England was all right, but before that, he was like. Not uh, yeah, he was he was uh, okayish, you know. At this stage, if 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 Tony is striking between anywhere between hundred and twenty and hundred and fifty, we have a ATM. caller with us. Let's, uh, Let's talk stay. to him. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, this is Gibran. Hi, Gibran. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Not too bad. Good. So you are listening our show. Sorry, say again. You are listening our show, right? Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. I was waiting for it. So mm-hmm. I, I tuned in at seven o'clock on the dot. That's good. Thank you very much for tuning in. So, what do you what do you want to say? Um, just going back to um, the conversation that you were having uh, with other people uh, regarding the semi finalists. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I've 
Well, uh, first of all, I mean, congratulations to all the teams uh, that qualified. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think New Zealand just got a bit lucky. Um, they were lucky in terms of uh, not playing uh, one of the top four or five teams in the first round of the World Cup. And then um, they had the momentum going in. And then, obviously, when they started playing against the big teams, they lost three in a row. And, and the game, I think, that got rained off against India. So that actually helped them secure the fourth spot for mm. me. Yeah. Um, Pakistan got a bit unlucky. Um, obviously, we were hoping against the hope. <laughs> yes. If, if I can, if I can just sum it. Yeah. Uh, but I think that they, they just went in uh, with the right attitude today. I mean, scoring 400 is not fun. I mean, a lot of people are saying that. You know what? Mm. They, they, sh- they should have tried it. I mean, even Ramiz Raja. I mean, uh, I totally disagree with him. The mm. uh, made a comment as well. But you know what? On on a green wicket. Uh, Big, 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 big boundaries. Mm. Four hundred is you're asking too much. I mean, in chase of four hundred, if you lose the game, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's I think these commentators the like Vasim uh, and um, um, Ramiz, they are just like um, saving year, their back so they can you know earn money. I've I never been agree with them just because like they just. Uh, too idealistic and when they were playing they were not playing the great, great cricket anyway so 1999 World Cup they've been bowled out on 132 against Australia in final how can they say that Pakistan team is not playing good <laughs> uh, yeah, I, tot- I totally agree I totally agree with you that obviously they, they are there to earn their money but yeah. at the end of the day I mean you're being too critical about a team that has performed exactly. exceptionally well after the mm. first game I mean the first game we were blown off and then mm. just being too critical just give them credit where they deserve it they deserve it yeah I have Goofy uh, with to me as team. well he want to ask you some you know, you no, no, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, I second you on that. Um, literally, I was telling Safras has taken it really well. He hasn't just he he. I know it, it's really difficult position for an Asian team captain to be there, mm. and he kept himself quiet with these critics coming and throwing things at him. Um, Asian teams historically, any World Cup, but don't start great. Mm. We always start cold, and Pakistan did the same, but unfortunately, it just turned from. I think good they, they, to bad. they were they were not beaten as such. They they were just like beaten by the weather. Uh, two games very crucial. One was um, India and New Zealand that rained off, so they got one point. And then Sri Lanka and Pakistan game was rained off, so Pakistan lost one point. So it could have been different. But having said that. I think people are criticizing too much uh, to Pakistan team. They played very good cricket. Uh, that is our cricket, unpredictable. Um, this is na- this is our nature. That's the cricket we are playing from 1992 World Cup. We were like nowhere, but we won it, and that's that's where it, it is carried on. You know, so I don't think so. Like you no, know, you have to expect a lot from the team. But it, it is they. But however, whatever they have done this time is beyond my expectations. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we went, we went in. Uh, the Pakistan team went in. Uh, they, we were clearly not, not the favourites. I mean, uh, England, England. Everyone's saying England's going to win, and England's going to win it. So, see, England struggled as well, and, and England have been exposed. Like mm. I said uh, when I came back to your show, and uh, they have been exposed to slow wickets. So, mm. um, considering England lost two games when when they had to win both the games, mm. I personally think that the wickets were prepared for England. 
to score in excess of 300. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, had had it been slow wicket, mm-hmm. uh, it would have been a totally different game and England would have been knocked out. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, home conditions, uh, obviously home groundsmen, they all help. All, all these small things help. Obviously, playing on a 59-meter boundary, that helped as well. So I mean, there's there's so much you can say about Gibran uh, uh, England England game. Yeah, Gibran, uh, we have to go on an ad break. So when you stay on the line, and uh, we will yeah. continue our chat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome back. You are listening to Radio Fuzzer 97.1 FM and we were talking about the semi-finalist teams in the first hour. So we are into our second hour and we are going to discuss the whole World Cup in general and also we will ask a few questions to Bhuvi about uh, Team India's performances so far and you know we will ask a few questions about how they're going to uh, do in the final or semi-finals as well. So we have Gibran as well on online. So Gibran, uh, back to you. So what you were saying yeah. something? Um, yeah. So I was, I was talking about uh, England. Uh, obviously, how uh, the conditions are actually favoured, and obviously uh, the wicket uh, when it mattered, it was actually tailored made for them. <laughs> I would say. 